0: hello everyone and welcome to the random fandom the best geek podcast you will ever listen to guaranteed my name is brandon my name is brandon we're one shy of
1: our half century mark that's pretty cool so we'll put a little bit of energy into this one and make 50 really special
0: sure yes just a little bit of energy we've been really (laughs) absorbing some good stuff here lately yeah, we have a lot to talk about today. Um, a couple of reviews we want to give. Specifically, we just saw Annihilation.
1: Uh.
0: Okay. No, I a- was just trying to. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. And we finished Altered Carbon. Yes, Netflix, we did the Netflix original. We're gonna make
1: that our topic of the week because I feel like that's where the both juice- of them or which one. I'm feeling Altered Carbon was had more meat and <laughs> juice. We should have
0: probably discussed that, but that's I like we're that figuring idea. We'll figure it out as we go. Yeah, and we also have a couple of things we want to just discuss about video games, about what's coming out in March, some things that we're looking forward to. I know. Also, just a little bit of movie news about Avengers. Very and small little detail, but... Kung Fury. Mm. And if you don't know what Kung Fury is, you wait and we will tell you all about it.
1: Yeah, take 31 minutes of your life to educate yourself and get caught up to speed. It is, it is worth it. It's totally for worth sure. it. Yeah. Where should we start? We should start with our fake sponsors.
0: I I think that's a great
1: idea. And what you know, we've been obviously we're a very successful, popular podcast. Yeah, thanks to listeners like you, telling all your friends. Thanks, and, mom. Yeah, and we we've attracted, garnered a lot of uh, celebrity attention. You would say, but this is yeah. probably the this most is cool. Yeah, you know, we've had Glenn Close be part of the po- right. podcast. Uh, Donald Trump. Snoop, Dog. Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg was Snoop a part Dogg, of our. Yeah, yeah. But no one with such a discernible mustache as yes. this
0: so burt reynolds actually came to us or his his people yeah came to he's us. got pr yeah he, got PR. he definitely does he's got it. handlers and um and they want us to promote this new project he's working yeah, on. yeah when you've been around as long as he has done as much as he, he's
1: done it's okay to branch out yeah and this uh, the guy, is
0: the guy's getting old and he, he's just like you know what he's got I'm done with tell. acting and what else can i take on that still gives me a creative outlet
1: and when you know you're hearing about it first right here
0: Yo, yo, yo,
2: it's Reynolds Rap. But nah, this ain't got nothing to do with that cling wrap in your kitchen. Introducing my main man, biggity, biggity, biggity Burt Reynolds. Burt, 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 Burt. In his first ever hardcore rap album, and it's called Reynolds Rap. Burt Reynolds has spent his life giving women a pleasure ride on his mustache of manliness. Now it's time to take the whole world on a lyrical journey that will leave you saying,
0: Oh, that's a pretty good rap album.
2: Check out the first single off the Reynolds Rap album called Tom Selleck stole my style. My name's Burt Reynolds and I'm here to say I get confused with Tom Selleck every single day. This shit ain't cool, you're gonna get wrecked. Kids these days ain't got no respect. You think you know rap? Aw, hell no. You don't know rap until you've heard it from an 82-year-old rich white man with a mustache. Raldo, nothing. Hulk Hogan, nothing. Groucho Marks, nothing. nothing. Wolfer Brimley, nothing. All these guys tried to beat my stash. Hell no. Hell no, I'ma beat your ass. Ain't nothing can stop Burt Reynolds. Not even Hillbillies from Deliverance. And he sure as hell ain't gonna stop now. Reynolds rap has radio hits like Senior Discount and this track right here called So Many Babies. I had sex with so many women. I love my hairy body, it was wild If you were born from 70 to 87 I'm here to tell you that you might be my child Pick up your album today at your closest Sam Goody record store There's a couple left And don't even try to get it offline because Burt Reynolds doesn't like the internet He says it's confusing Confusing Reynolds Rap, the first and probably last rap album from the icon Burt, the man
0: with the mustache, Reynolds Burt Reynolds got into rapping. Who would have known like, that he was into hip-hop at all? He, 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 I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm so speechless, as you can tell. I am looking forward to this release. Yeah, when does that album drop, by the way? Tuesday, April 3rd. Get it at your nearest Sam Goody record store. Instead of cling rap, you'll be clinging to his raps. Yeah.
1: It's a good thing we let the professionals do yeah, that. We're yeah. obviously not very no, good we're at we're not it. very good at puns. That is sick. I can't wait. And where should we start? That's always a question we find ourselves asking. I say in that case, we start with just some minor news about video games here in this month of March. Oh yeah, by the way, it's March. That came and went pretty fast, which means we don't have to wait much longer until two big games come out on the console specifically. We're talking Sea of Thieves. It's almost finally here. March 20th. And then Far Cry 5 exactly a week later. I thought for some reason Far Cry 5 was further out, but it's here. It's like in a few weeks. It's coming soon. So my question to you, having uh, the knowledge that you have about both, having seen a little mm-hmm. hands-on with Sea of Thieves uh, back when, I yeah. believe. Back at PAX. And I remember you saying the water was beautiful, so <laughs> it makes me <laughs> Is wanna... that all you took from what I said about yeah, the game? well, I honestly wasn't tuning in too much, but I, I remember that specifically. I was like, what a dumb thing to say.
0: Uh, but... Hey, got... I... I... Who knows how many people they put on water detail? I oh. mean, if you think about it, when there's a, an entire game that's based on the water, I bet they had quite a bit of people making sure. You that- better have
1: good water in a game called Sea of Thieves, right? Yeah, but which game are you excited for more? If you had sixty bucks and you could only spend it on <laughs> God, one title, God, if God, yeah, that'd yeah, be no, nice. that would be nice. But if you could only choose yeah. one title, which
0: one are you grabbing off the I, shelf? I, I'm. I've been really thinking about Th- Sea of Thieves a lot. Me too. Um, but I. It's a- I like no, I I and so like I like Far Cry games. I really do.
1: But I feel like <laughs> You know I'm sorry, you know what I just realized? We have a little agenda in front of us that helps us just steer our topics, obviously, so we're not just going completely off the dome as much as we are random, if you will. But I just realized I had a typo and it didn't correct it because it says fart cry five. <laughs> fart cry might be a really good game. Have you ever <laughs> Oh Fart Cry. I just realized I, didn't I wrote even that. See that. Have far- you ever farted and cried at the same time?
0: I don't think Maybe so. Maybe when
1: you're a baby? Maybe. Yeah. Anyways.
0: You every once in a while, you get those really painful ones, and it kind of it makes brings it like you to you, almost you tear tears. up a little yeah. bit.
1: If you were by yourself, maybe, but in, in public, <laughs> you have to be a man. Yeah. I just realized that. Anyways, so that,
0: that point aside. With that, I would say I'm looking forward to Sea of Thieves most. I, I don't go out and buy many games no, right n- off the get-go. Neither do I. But this one has had quite a bit of uh, Twitch streaming. Sure. Quite a bit of talk on a lot of the podcasts and the blogs, and... I'm just really looking forward to the uniqueness of Sea of Thieves.
1: So that would be, if you could pick one, it would be sea, sea of Thieves. Thieves
0: yeah. See, I, I feel,
1: I'm not uninterested in either title. I remember saying when we were discussing Far Cry uh, at the year-end podcast we did a couple months ago, saying what's on the horizon, something we're looking forward to yeah. in 2018, and I said Far Cry... Five might be a must buy for me, and the reason is because it I, can
0: still be a must buy. Yeah, it's I, just... if
1: if I had to choose one between the two, and for the reasons you listed, like uh, co op, is it going to be five on five? As far as we can tell, no. I thought it was more than that. It might be eight. I think it's eight. Eight. Yeah. So, but just knowing that the more players it opens itself up to, one player drops out, and you know how that song and dance goes. And I'll be interested to see how they handle it. But yeah. just like the other day, we were playing Overwatch competitively, me and you, and we actually had a team of six on six. And everyone was talking and then you your internet dropped out for a second and just for that minute it killed us. Yeah. It killed well, us. Well, because I carried the team. Well, obviously. how's your back? Is it sore? It's a little sore. No one cares. And um just for something like that, and where a game where it's even more people, someone drops out or just decides to be a troll or whatever, and then I just as much as I yeah. like co op games and I love the the ability to just drop in, drop out it and play. It sucks
0: to rely on other people you don't know. And even needing more people than to be
1: not flaky or idiots or five-year-olds right. describing their every single move to you, which five-year-olds oh, tend God, to do. Oh, <laughs> God, that is so annoying. Yeah. But for the reason you mentioned, just what will hopefully be a really strong story, because I haven't had a really strong narrative story in a while. Well, Wolfenstein 2 was was solid. but I've, I still got to play that. Yeah, I'll let you borrow it when I'm really done because I'm kind of doing a second playthrough and seeing everything uh-huh. I missed and still awesome the second time around. But that being the case, I'm itching for a really strong story. I know that... Uh, I feel like I'm going to get what I need completely in that regard come October uh-huh. when Red Dead Two comes out. But you know March to October that's a long gap, and I'm really counting on Far Cry Five to be that. And everything I'm seeing, I'm not reading preemptive reviews or anything like that because they can't really say anything, anyways. But everything I'm seeing just tickles my inner gamer. So I'm really right. hoping. I think both games are going to be excellent, and I'm probably going to play both games. So here's what I'm thinking all the way through. I think I'm going to be buying Far Cry Five. I imagine maybe you'll pick up Sea of Thieves. We'll do a little share yeah. and swap yeah.
0: in. I'm i thinking Sea of Thieves is going to be one of those games that I pick up day one.
1: Yeah. I remember that's how you were with Overwatch. And two years later, almost two years later, here we are still playing And here playing we are it. still playing it. It's yeah. my main squeeze. Cool. That's all we got for video games. And this seems like a good time to talk about some movies we've seen lately and a few other bits of news along the way.
0: Last weekend, we all went to see Annihilation in one of those fancy pants theaters, by the way. Mm -hmm. It was awesome. Coming out of that movie, we all had mixed feelings. And so... I I don't know if tired is a feeling. I was just (laughs) really tired. (laughs) I literally saw you falling asleep. I had to nudge you a couple times. And you know what?
1: Because I... Well, I'll share with you, I guess now, preemptively to speak to that point. Because you woke me up, I was kind of mad. I would have rather slept. Okay. That's how I feel about it, but I'll share with you so, more why.
0: So this is why we wanted to touch on this. Spoiler, by the way. We are Exactly. We are going to get into a little bit of a spoiler review. I don't think there's much we're going to spoil. Right, because there wasn't a whole lot to this movie, But quite we honestly. might talk about, like, the ending. But this
1: is when podcasts get sexy, as we've tried to get sexy with each other before here up in this room, <laughs> because we oftentimes agree, because we are very like-minded. That's kind of maybe what makes helps make us best friends. But I feel like we're going to disagree.
0: I think so. Finally, because... the Well, and it are... sounds like I disagreed with most of the people who saw it, because we saw it with three other people. Yes. All, all of which were not very. I think you, stronger than most, were not liking this movie. Mm-hmm. The others were just kind of like, I don't know, I don't think I really liked it, and I don't really. Oh, the other dude we saw it with
1: because I got a ride from him. Uh, we talked about some more in the um, in the car ride home. He actually kind of liked. Did it. Did he? Okay, yeah. And well, then I, that's good. I tried to just because we're not there yet. I can't disagree with him yet. You know, I don't know him that well, so I was just like, oh.
0: I'm glad you felt that way <laughs> and in your head you're thinking but you're wrong yeah
1: and i want to just shame you
0: yeah well you can shame me because we're close enough friends and i actually did enjoy this movie cool what worked for you in the same way that the movie arrival was just this really unique story that's never really been told in cinema before sure you're talking the amy adams film yes. the
1: linguist the aliens yeah
0: when the aliens come down and then Then you find out there's some really deeper stuff going on in that Arrival movie that really worked for Arrival. Arrival was a great movie. Better than this movie, I'll give it that. But in that same sense, while watching Annihilation, I felt like I was seeing something that was in its own sense a very unique movie that... You can't compare it to any other movie, even though I just yeah I just compared it to another sure, movie I got you, but I mean like that sense of feeling where you're like this is very unique and I don't know how to really describe the story that they're trying to tell that sense I actually really enjoyed it and and as the movie's going on and you're you're trying to figure out what's going on with this sort of very large shimmer that stemmed out from. The central point, like a ground zero, which was a lighthouse.
1: Yeah, somewhere in coastal Florida or Maine yeah, something or something like that. I, uh... And
0: then everything within that sphere is getting slowly it's just very different. And there's things with people losing their memory. There's things with uh, animals and plants existing that do not normally exist in our world. And so when you have to figure out what this whole thing is and what these animals are and how they got this way, that was, I think, a unique twist. So by not explaining anything, like that's my takeaway. It's like that's I mean, what I didn't like about the movie is that you still are unsure about what that shimmer sphere came from and it what came the, from an asteroid of course because that's just something yeah, yeah. An asteroid from space crashes down. So and they did say something like it's alien. Okay, well then that's an easy way to explain it, but they don't really explain why it's there. Sure. And so there's there's still unanswered questions but they did a good job of describing what it was. Not why, but what.
1: When did they do that exactly? Like, in the, Are you talking about that last sequence where she sees that reflective being imi- mimicking every one of her movements?
0: No, I mean, I feel like what I'm about to do is give a hardcore spoiler. That's what a spoiler but is. this is a spoiler review, so if you have not seen it, please don't listen to this. No, please do. <laughs> because you're saying, don't go see the movie. Yeah, just he's to our helping review. you. So everything within the sphere, um, or within the Shimmer, mm-hmm. is mixing DNA with one another in a sense. So um, whatever interacts, it's, basically. It's, it's almost like the Shimmer is pulling DNA out of one creature, and it's kind of floating around the air, and it kind of infects everything else. So what you get is you get animals that are mixes of other animals. And you, like plants? And plants, and you get plants that are mixed with plants or animals, so or
1: sometimes people too you remember that one mm-hmm. scene where there's just like looks like basically a bunch of groots like, right. like they have like four limbs and a face, and yet their bodies are very plant based and
0: I thought that was I mean that was the that defining moment where the explanation comes out of what's happening mm-hmm. whereas the plants are growing naturally in the shape of human beings and they find out that what it is is that there's a piece of our DNA, every human's DNA, that makes us build the way we are. It makes us have the head, the two arms, the two legs, and the Oh, nose, and that's why the, the beginning of the
1: movie started with that um, microscopic uh, image, and you just see the cells mutating, right. and it comes with a little explanation of what cells are, and she's explained that to a class.
0: Right, exactly. Right. And so that's just a little bit of a background that this has something to do along those lines, and sure. of course that's why Natalie Portman's character is there she's sort of an expert plus of course her husband's connection with it but like they 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 say there's something in the human DNA that makes us that shape so somehow within the shimmer that DNA has been pulled out of the humans that are there and put into these plants and these plants are now growing with the DNA structure to build a human and so And there's just some really cool and creative stuff there, the way that the uh, crocodile was mixed with shark DNA. And they're like, how is that possible? You can't mix species. But in The Shimmer, you can. And it showed why a crocodile had teeth like a shark. That was cool. Yeah.
1: That was like one of three scenes I enjoyed. That was neat. Uh, The second scene, uh, to speak to the point, as uh, this team of five women, yeah, yeah, or slowly losing their mind and distrusting each other, and finding more about the last party that was in there, which her husband was a part of. And uh, sorry, I'm going to sidetrack myself, but along that same line of thought, why did her husband have to be Oscar Isaac? That guy's is such an awesome actor, and he's doing big stuff now. And I felt like that was that could have been anybody because he was literally on screen for like ten minutes, mostly in flashbacks. It could be anybody, but, but it, why did it have to be him?
0: For it just, him, it's an easy paycheck. Yeah, really, he could have knocked out everything he did in a day. Oh, absolutely. Um, and so, which I'm sure he was there for more than a day, but I'm saying like the amount of time he was on screen was very short,
1: super limited.
0: But it's enough to put the Oscar Isaac name up at the movie. So they're like, "Cool, we we can spend X amount of dollars." Yeah, to we just got the get Star Wars name. guy. Yeah, that's that's what it is. So and Padme. For him, it's a paycheck. Uh,
1: met Poe. Padme.
0: Padme met Poe. Yes,
1: that's yes, in this movie. Awkward. Uh that that being the case, the other scene that I thought was good was when the bear. That scene was pretty. That was a creepy scene because he had eaten the one lady and so then he absorbed through dna transfusion because you assume he bites into her so their dna is quickly fusing because it was like the next day you know after she goes missing and you learn she's attacked by a bear that
0: but like this weird looking bear
1: yeah that's clearly already mixed
0: with some other creepy stuff
1: yeah like absorbing the environment and then yeah it learns how to emulate her voice i don't
0: think it even learned how it just started happening naturally became her voice and so so every time the bear opened its mouth instead of a growl you heard this sort of weird echo of a scream which was probably the last thing what the woman yeah the last the last thing the woman was doing as the bear was tearing her apart like it's just some creepy stuff going on with that yeah
1: that scene was pretty pretty intense um it was I didn't understand the the cheating thing. Like, was that really important to the story? She's like cheating on her husband, and they keep flashing back to it with her with her coworker. I'm like, okay, what what point does this serve? Like, none whatsoever.
0: Yeah, that that
1: was just a weird distraction. The movie, the tone itself was really slow. Like, it was a grind to get through. It was everything's like dark. Like, literally, it's a dark movie except for the shimmer itself. It's everyone's very sad and very slow. So
0: dark in tone, but very bright and look yes yes
1: and uh everyone's just talks really slow and you know it's just it was almost had a just a depressing feeling it's like okay when's this when's something gonna happen uh for me
0: i do agree with you there yeah i i I agree with you i feel like the action was few and far between it was good action sometimes when it it was there but it was it was always very quick
1: yeah and the reason i mean i get it it's a sci-fi it's about some form of alien life (laughs) The title was misleading. I understand now that it was led, led. It was taken from a book, you know, because this is an adapted wor- work. Mm-hmm. Like, apparently, there are three books, but annihilation. It's more like exploration.
0: Well, because the the but shimmer is growing. Yes, but it's and not. If it takes over the the rest of the war, the the earth, then that is complete annihilation of who y- we are. Yes, but it's not
1: like active war. That's kind of what I thought. It's just like kind of like a passive morph yeah. into a different thing. But yes, we would then inherently be annihilated, but it's not like, it's not, there's no rage. There's no aggression. It's just, you know,
0: well, and I think, see, I, I think this is why I feel like it took a different path than most movies because yeah, I'll, get, I'll grant you that because it was slow in times, but then the action was really, really well done. It was short and compact and bite-sized, but it was really well done and it was very creepy And it made you feel something during those moments. And then the long drawn out times were there to slowly explain what was going through these women's mind and what was happening in this whole shimmer. And so the fact that it wasn't structured, I would say, and it sounds like you would say, like a normal sci-fi action movie, I think is what made me like it. And it's what makes me compare it in a way to... um, Arrival. Arrival. Yeah,
1: the pacing was just really hard for me to get through. Um, I did, I guess I, I kind of didn't understand. So when her husband, and I'm using air quotes here, comes back, that's not really him because we learned that he actually killed himself when yeah. he's deep down in this like hive. So hole something has
0: taken his DNA and copied him,
1: but it doesn't have his memories because you can't copy memories. Memories are a human condition, you know, like that's our mind more than our DNA. You can't. DNA code memories, can you? I don't know. Well, and I think that's
0: why he kept on... When she kept asking questions, he just said, I don't know, every time. Because he doesn't know. He doesn't remember. But
1: at the same time, then how did he know to come back to his house?
0: That I don't know. That they didn't explain. Yeah, I don't know if the creature can read. Assuming that it can, right? Then it could easily just look at documentation of where the address is.
1: That's a fair point. You have to think... This isn't heavily predicated upon reasoning, a lot of this movie, because it is a sci-fi. Sure. But, oh, yeah, we have this huge base we've sent in military teams. But you five women, uh, go for it. What, you're a paramedic? Okay, you're a former military? You're a cancer patient? Yeah, team up and go in this thing. And here, have guns. And like only right. one of them knew how to actually shoot a gun. They look so awkward holding guns. And I was just like, wait, why? And if they're saying, you know, you know, we've sent teams in here... Why would they not have body cams? Or why would they not have like a, nothing, a, no, a, nothing, a video drone? Nothing came out. Oh, okay. No
0: signals can go out. Like, nobody ever returned. All right. Except for her husband, that one time. So there's nothing they could do. Yeah. Um, but, all signal was basically so, being absorbed. And so I think... I think no, but I, that's I, not true. I, that's not true, because
1: then they find that videotape in there. No,
0: all t- signal leaving. So you're right. Body cams on them would work if they recorded internally Only- and then they walked them out of the shimmer, but okay. nobody ever got out of the shimmer.
1: See, I didn't catch that.
0: Um, except for her husband, but her husband wasn't even really him and he kind of lost his mind. Good call. And so I think that sending the five women who did not seem at all prepared for it. No, was, a, uh, they were trying for a different approach because all other options have failed. Why didn't they just nuke the damn thing? Ah, they should have. Yeah, that's that's
1: an easy. Solution. If it would
0: even get through the shimmer, I don't know. I don't. We know don't know.
1: Like. We'll never know. And are there? Here's okay. One last point, One last question, and then I'm done talking about this movie for, for my yeah. for yeah. my parts. Last point. That last 20 minutes with no dialogue, nothing. In and the lighthouse. Yes, with the changeling alien form just mimicking her every move and trying to like absorb her, and then she's setting fire to it. With that music and the weird like just white noise, oh, that was unbearable. I literally was like i I wanted to close my eyes and actually probably close my ears more than anything, and just with it sounded like someone using like windows ninety five music studio <laughs> or something like that to make the soundtrack I was like this is this is horrible that was really bad. I get it was trying to tell a story and doing it without any words. And I, I can understand that point, but that part was really hard to get through. That last 20 minutes was like a total drag.
0: See, to me, I didn't mind that last part at all. I don't remember once thinking to myself, this needs to hurry up, or this is slow, or I don't, you know. I was legitimately just interested and curious at what this creature was that she was dealing with, what happened to her husband, because there was a story there, what happened to her husband in that in that same lighthouse, um, and what this ground zero center was, in the, and and even though they didn't really explain a lot of what that was and yeah, why it was there.
1: Her co-worker got like absorbed by it or something. Yeah,
0: yeah. but it, it explained a little bit, but not much, Um and I think that it wasn't a strong ending. I think they tried to make it a strong ending, and it really just a- added more questions instead of answered them.
1: And here's my final question. Nice segue. I don't know the books. I know there are three books, and our friend who's read the three books had said, like, oh, this movie kind of encompassed all three of them a little bit into this one movie
0: did she oh yeah oh i didn't hear her say that yeah she
1: she specifically waited till you went to the bathroom i guess even though i went to the bathroom with you but i
0: you uh, also drove home with her so maybe that <laughs> oh yeah i
1: did um <laughs> that sounded weird sorry uh but are there going to be more movies like i don't know about like i know this movie didn't do well at the box office and i wouldn't expect that it would but are there Are we supposed to think, okay, now that she made it out, but is she really her? They totally left it open because we we see the beginning of the movie is the end essentially when she's already in like in containment isolation and Wong's uh, the guy from Doctor Strange is asking her questions. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So are we led to believe that there's more because she already said I'm contaminated, and is she going to turn into a plant like that one other girl? The last no, because
0: everybody is taking in different DNA. Remember the one guy had like squid stuff in him. Poor and, squid. Then, and then the one woman, yeah, was literally starting to grow plants out of the, she was a cutter, and yeah. she was like starting to grow plants out of the wounds. Um, and if these women
1: are such geniuses, why wouldn't they expect that we're going in and like everything's airborne or, you know, that it was just like.
0: Well, how would what? they know? They, they don't know what's in there. They don't expect that the shimmer is holding in this airborne DNA transfusion disease.
1: Oh, uh, they should have yeah, read should the have. Wikipedia.
0: Yeah, they should have. All right. Anything more to, so, for you? Uh, so you're really not a fan. I, I did not like this movie. I would whatsoever. I would put this movie at like a almost in creativity alone and some of the cool, cool ideas in it. I would put it at a seventy.
1: Okay. What's the opposite of a seventy? Negative seventy. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. Uh, yeah, this was just a, a fail of a movie to me. I was bored. I like. I legitimately would have rather slept. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Pax. We have dissenting ideas, and that happens every once in a while.
0: Reviews also have a little bit of a divide, where the uh, user score is sixty-six and the critic score is eighty-six on Rotten Tomatoes. I can see so that. So there's, I think that the critics who are who are seeing some of the more minuscule creativity pieces are like, this is really good, and then the viewer who's used to and wanting something a little bit more traditional as a cinematic experience was like, I don't get what's going on here. Yeah. So, yeah. And I think I'm right in the middle 70 and you said you're what? The sub 50. Okay.
1: That's not bad. Yeah. Anything under 50 to me, unless it's an absolute zero, is just something I,
0: I would deem a failure. I did not like. So not as good as Avengers, not as bad as any of the Netflix original Adam Sandler movies.
1: Yeah, that's a fair assessment. Okay, yeah, so somewhere in between. Hooray, when you put it in that way. Hey, speaking of Avengers, Brandon, did you know that Avengers has been moved up a week? I did. Yeah, so now I feel like this is a result of um, our podcast two recordings ago when I talked about... the When we talked about the month of May and I said, I feel like they're two on top of each other. So now what does this mean? The people are like, what does this mean? Does this mean something's wrong or it's going to suck? I'm like, no. What it means is mean we don't... It wrong. It no. means that
0: they have everything wrapped up and they're confident that they can go a week it early. It just means
1: that we get to see one of those big three movies between Solo, Deadpool 2, and Avengers in the month of April.
0: They want to give it one more week of being an absolute box office smash. Especially so,
1: globally, think of all the box office going to do.
0: And um, what they're saying is that this is coming out on April 27th on the same day all over the world. So, unlike most movies, and this movie, in fact, had a different date overseas as it did in the U.S. They're saying oh, completely everyone can see it at the globally, same time it's globally have on this one day.
1: Yeah, I think it's great. I'm excited. It just means now we get Avengers in the month of April. It's only one week difference, but I, if if you offered me Christmas when I was a kid to come a week earlier, I'd be like, yeah, December yeah, 18th. Let's not? do it. So there it is. It, don't read into it. Just enjoy it for what it is.
0: And last bit of news. The movie Kung Fury, we touched on it a little bit earlier, was a thirty. Would you say thirty one? Thirty one. Like by the time the short credits are done, that you can find on Netflix, it is absolute genius. From what I understand, the story there is that there was a trailer created, like a fake trailer, that was created and like on a GoFundMe or yeah something Someone's along those lines. Project. Somebody said, "I want to make this into a full movie." but I need money. And so people gave them money to do it. And then what came out was this, not a full movie, I guess a short movie, yeah. a 30 minute movie that is just the most ridiculous, cheesiest eighties style Kung Fu based movie. It celebrates
1: like bad cop movies, bad karate movies and a random time travel insertion <sighs> too, with dinosaurs.
0: It's so good. And it's so ridiculous that 30 minutes is this perfect kind of amount for this movie. So yeah, the popularity the problem. has has risen to the point where we have two really big actors signed on for a full length Kung Fury movie.
1: Yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Michael Fassbender apparently have been linked to this project. Um, I don't know if this is going to work as a full theatrical movie. I'm worried about it. I have it my because, reservations.
0: So, like, depend. It really depends on who sees it, right? Like, so I showed Kung Fury to my girlfriend, and she just doesn't get it. I think it's hilarious. I don't
1: know many girls that get this movie. Maybe quite it's honestly. Just, maybe, maybe it's, it's just a guy like
0: thing. a thirty-something guy thing that really it, likes it very it. well might be. But um, it kind of worries me because even as a thirty, a, a guy in his thirty-somethings, I can see that this movie it can is, it can you. Is really going fast. to wear out its welcome. If you pass that half hour mark, yeah, so I'm so a little worried about that.
1: They're talking about making this a full-on movie, um, like this, like a I don't know, say ballpark ninety-minute f- feature film. Some of the magic might be a little lost, or some of it might get old fast. Like, kind of like when they did the um, Family Guy quote-unquote movie. It's like, okay, this is this right. got old really fast. Right. I hope that's not the case, and I think that's something to be aware of. But if they're gonna do this.
0: I'm actually still really interested. I, I am too. But not without I'm more like curious right now. Yeah. And this is at the very beginnings. Who knows if they have a script and all that. A part of me wants to go, oh, Michael Fassbender. So that means it might be good. But then again, you look at some of the other stuff he's done recently. Yeah. His and selections it, have not been. It, yeah. It doesn't necessarily mean anything. No. Michael Fassbender hasn't made the best selections as of late. So I like Assassin's Creed. Well, yeah, that's the easy one. to, point to.
1: <laughs> Don't forget about the snowman. Or something like that, based I off some know. novel. Yeah, uh, you know what else we've got to look forward to this month, though. I'm what? just realizing I didn't jot this down, but uh, Tomb Raider comes out like next Friday. Oh, so that's one yeah, I'm kind of like, like, like. I almost, uh, I'll, I almost I'll forgot go, about that. Movie. I'll go see it out of my my geek duty and obligation, especially so we can hopefully
0: talk about it here. But yeah, it's not really moving the needle for me. Me neither, and I'm I'm sure it's going to be better than the last ones, but it. Uh... Yeah, I'm I'm still kind of like... It's kind of a low is bar it to worth clear. It? You know is it I mean? worth it to keep trying over and over again on this? I, time
1: will tell. Yeah, we'll see. We want to talk to you now about TV, and we want to make what we're going to talk about our topic of the week. So here it is. Hooray. <laughs> Full spoilers in effect. Um, I think this show came out just about a month ago. I would say ten episodes mm-hmm. to uh, finish the first season, and what an impact this show has made! We're talking about Altered Carbon, the Netflix original. Though, as I have come to find out, it's not an original work; it's adapted from some novels or some comics or something right. rather. I, I want to. We
0: talked about it short. Yes, a couple Shortly. of weeks ago, we just a gave a very ago. short
1: synopsis of our first impressions. I was only like two episodes I in. I think we were
0: both only two episodes in, or maybe I was And three. I remember,
1: if I just to do a little recap, I wasn't really feeling it. It was a really slow start for me, and this is why you stick things out. This is why you see things through.
0: What a show. It's really creative, really yeah. good.
1: And uh, again, sorry if I didn't say this before now. Full spoilers. You did. Okay, still full spoilers. <laughs> really anything can happen in this show, as we've come to find out.
0: That, yeah. Like, literally. The grounds of of reality in this future is not based on any reality we're used to. No. But I, I feel like they stretched it to the very limit of where people would go, okay, come on, that's ridiculous, that's stupid. But they kept it just within the bounds to the point where the viewers are like, all right, I accept it based on the fact that you've already explain that this future is ridiculous and nearly anything can happen
1: everyone's a savage in the future like no one regards human life anymore because you can just like oh if you die as long as your stacks intact yeah you can live again like Mm -hmm. even at the very beginning remember when that guy comes for him with his men at the uh the raven the hotel he even after like he's about to die he's like i'll come back for you yeah he says that to him so basically like eh, f me if you kill me i don't care i'll get you I'll come back in another way and that's the thing. Um, so everyone's just very like end-of-the-world nihilist. nihilistic is the word that keeps coming to mind for me.
0: And there was a lot of death in this. And a part of you had to kind of realize that death in this show doesn't matter on the same weight as any normal show. The only difference is that when somebody died for good, like uh, what they called death, a they real can, death. Yep, there you go. Um, when, that's when you can be sad. When somebody is real-deathed, it makes the impact even more to the point where as a viewer you're like, oh no, that person can't come back now. They're done. So they're done. So, and full spoiler, of course, but like when when an entire family is killed, including children that are real death, it has this weight that just really tugs on you as the viewer.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I remember that, that episode and that scene. It was like for the first time you felt really like, oh, okay, we're not going to see them again. Yeah, Granted, they were very minor in the scope of things, but it was but a, it's still it was just a major that, plot point, though.
0: Yeah, and it was it was the family of, what is her name, a lieutenant or whatever, Ortega.
1: Ortega. Brenda, uh, I believe her name was. Kristen. Kristen, so close.
0: <laughs> I knew it started with a B or a K, though. Yeah. Um, Why don't we start with the good things about what we did like about this, and we touched on some of them in our last, was it our last episode or two episodes ago? The one prior to that. Where we really talked about I I at least talked about the setting, this sort of Blade Runner futuristic type of setting, but in a much more brutal comic booky sense. I love the setting and I love the idea of the stacks and how death is changed and what that means for overpopulation in the future and all that stuff. Th- that is something that carried me through this entire season that kept me watching.
1: It didn't look like your average TV show. It looked movie quality, like Absolutely. Contemporary twenty eighteen movie quality. Uh I agree. The setting was amazing. And I even like the the I don't know, people can call it a bunch of things, like the steampunk feel, but the mm. retro futurism. Right. Like some of just like the guns looked like they're here in this time but way in the future. Or the Raven Hotel, if you will, you know, where the AI is the hotel.
0: Right. And with Poe and whatnot. But but set up in a classic way, tube TVs, like very things cool. that really take you back thirty years, but at the same current time, time but yeah, then current way year in the future, we current don't even, year, yeah,
1: we don't even know when they are in the future. All we know is they're two hundred fifty years real time from the events that we first see in the very first episode when he is actually Takeshi Kovacs in his true form.
0: So one can assume that they're already hundreds of years into the future. Yeah, where there's a uh, technology to download people's consciousness onto their, quote, stack that's kept in the back of their neck so nobody has to really die because you can take that stack out and stick it in a new body and you have a new sleeve, you have a new body. Um, That's all hundreds of years into the future, but also during that time, there's this war happening where there's a group, uh, what do they call themselves, the Envoy? Envoy. uh, A group called the Envoy that really doesn't like the way... This is going to change what it means Humanity. to be human. Yeah.
1: They feel like, okay, now we're officially playing God. We as humans should die.
0: Right. It's not healthy to li- live forever. And but the people who control this, right? The they've meth? turned this into the into a business. Yes. Basically. Well, it's meth, is, meth is short for Methuselah, I guess, from like yes. Greek um, Yeah, Greek mythology. Greek mythology. And who like so, it was the
1: oldest person alive or ever yes. or something like that. Yeah.
0: And so the uh the oh, no, that's
1: biblical actually
0: is it i don't know i don't know either but let's go with it okay it, it's a greek bible yes <laughs> and uh so these meths have been around for hundreds of years already and have been kind of controlling this sleeve it's it's tray, a trade business basically where nobody wants to die so people are going to pay quite a bit of money to make sure that they get a good quote sleeve right an attractive sleeve like an upgraded sleeve They'll never have to die. They're always young. And they
1: own the the future government, who's called the Protectorate. Right. And basically, our, our modern-day government in the future. But they've already been bought off, and yeah. the rules don't apply to them, and they're allowed to be. They can go off-world, or they can go up in space and do their shenanigans. Yep. Like and that it's up.
0: already touched on that there's, like, Takeshi Kovacs is born on a different planet. Yes. Like, there are colonies... On other planets, and so we could assume that there's they've terraformed other planets, and and so I mean that would that alone would take hundreds of years to get to that point. You're right. So we know that the war itself that they originally touch on was is several hundred years in the future, and then Takeshi Kovac, the main character, dies and is put on ice or frozen or whatever. Yeah. For 250 more years. So I mean, we are at least. 500 to a thousand years into our future i would buy that yeah
1: and cars float and fly of in course space everything's holographic um hoverboards are real hoverboards <laughs> yes i mean as you can probably discern we liked a lot about this so much more than we disliked
0: right when was, i think about what i didn't like about this movie i have a hard time thinking show it was a show felt like a movie <laughs>
1: it did feel like a movie a 10-part movie 10
0: hour movie Yeah, sorry. But when I when I think about the show I I can't think of really much that I did not like.
1: The only thing that really didn't work for me, and it got better as the season went along, I just did not like Lieutenant Ortega. She just seemed out of place to me, or just not believable and and Really? Like they tried to use her as a a piece to show that some people have a faith still in like a traditional God and it, it just didn't work and how she would speak Spanish out of place for me. And, and when she got her... But, Wait, what do you mean? I'm sorry. What do you mean by that? Because, like, you know, her parents were believers in like the Catholic right, faith, parents faith were, and they wanted her to come back to it. And she had dilemmas about whether or not she would want to ever be sleeved, and she had that religious coding, which prevented you from right. transferring your consciousness on from your stack to another uh, sleeve. Well,
0: that was a main plot point. So they needed to somehow get that... I just didn't think she was that. the
1: vessel to do that. It just didn't seem didn't seem convincing with her
0: oh, see I, I and
1: she was just kind of annoying herself and she was just like always getting in trouble and kind of like dude just chill like she had no chill as the kids say now right but and, you
0: find out why she was so driven well, well and that's the what story. i was and
1: that's what i was gonna say when that when she got her bionic arm and then yeah, she became uh, badass and i don't think i can recall a time in any other form of entertainment that i've enjoyed a better naked sword fight do you remember mm. when she fights uh, Kovach's sister Ray? Right, Raylene, All her clones, basically. Yeah,
0: and they all just come out naked and fight her.
1: Yeah, that was probably the best naked sword fight I've ever seen.
0: I've seen better, but uh, it was it was up there, top five. Okay, cool. Yeah, for sure. See, I actually I actually like Ortega. I I didn't mind her. I can see what you're saying. She about got her better as a season as a personality. Along. Yes,
1: and then you, when you find out her reasons, because yes, he's actually Kovach is in her old partner boyfriend's sleeve. Right. So no wonder you're like, okay, this is why she's Which like, at this first ass you're so like,
0: well, whoa, that's a weird coincidence, but then you find out t- it was done on purpose. Yeah, every it literally thing. done on purpose, kind of just to say f you and mind your business. And this is what you get when you mess with a meth who's got all the money in the world, basically. Yeah, um, is that they'll just kind of poke things at you. Um, yeah, but but to touch on the fact that the whole religious coding thing was were the st- that story was told through her and her family. I think that added extra weight when her family died because they were coded as a certain religion that doesn't believe in being received yeah so when they died it was that's how you knew it was a real death, and that speaks and to I where, like that yeah totally. same with her if she were to die, it would be a real death
1: right because that's what her family proclaims. But remember at the very end when it shows you, oh, here's it, what everyone's doing now that there's been a, a shit pile of of happenings. She's mm-hmm. like lighting candles and saying prayers before. Mm-hmm. like So she's like, oh, this is what it took for her to come back to the faith kind of deal. So I was like, all right, they kind of wrapped it up. But I just felt like it was just not convincing for me. I get it. It's a, it's a plot line. It's a moving piece. I just didn't feel like her vessel was the right one to do it. Total minor quip. But I think the episode that also then really caught my attention. I'm like, oh, damn, this is a good show. Look at this world they've created was the fourth episode in which he is getting virtually tortured, which is a very cool thing. Yeah. You know, because I'm like, oh, shit. I'm like, oh, and then they explain like, they just killed their main character. Then they come to explain like, oh, no, they're in virtual. So Mm -hmm. the mind is feeling the pain, but like physically, he's still just unconscious on the table. Yeah. That was very well done. And then do you remember the other um, kind of main point of that episode is when she catches that criminal who would later turn out to be someone that was important, that Russian guy with all the tattoos, she knocks him out basically and temporarily transfers her grandma's (laughs) consciousness onto him on Dia de los Muertos. That was so cool. That was what that that episode was. It was torture and six-foot-seven bald-tattooed grandma coming alive for dinner.
0: I loved that.
1: That was a beautiful episode. Like, it was. It was so funny and so entertaining, yet so visceral, and, like, the violence was like, ugh, when he's getting set on fire Uh and having his teeth pulled and toenails ripped off. It was just, like, it was hardcore.
0: And as as a viewer, if we knew it was real, it would be so cringeworthy, it would be hard to watch. But because they are showing you that... It's in virtual world. It's all so in the mind. He's feeling this pain in his mind, but that's not really happening to him. It allows the viewer to kind of ease back a little bit. Yes. And can watch it without really feeling that cringeworthy, uh, I have to turn this off because I don't feel good right now kind of feeling.
1: Yeah. And that's when I was like, okay, that, those feelings I'd had before when I was just watching the few episodes prior, I was like, eh, this is, I'm not sure I'm getting this. This isn't clicking for me just yet. But that when that episode came on, after that, I was like, Let's finish. Yeah, I, that, I was hooked the guy from that with point the bald on. dude
0: with the tattoos. Yeah, he did a great job. He, what a good actor. The fact Seriously. that he could play this like super mean gangster type and can also play a feminine uh, Hispanic grandmother. Yeah. It just It, it was worked awesome. out so well. And I would love to see, I would love to be the casting person that was in the room saying, "Okay, play this character. Okay, now play this character." And yeah. then go, "Awesome. That guy was good at both." Yeah. That, that's <laughs> our guy.
1: Yeah, that was really well done, and just what a what a great play between the two things. You know, him yeah. getting tortured in virtual, and then the grandma comes alive yeah. for one night for dinner. Um, and also, that's when we had seen Kovach had flashbacks to uh, him talking to Kay or Jules or his his former mentor and lover from the Envoy, like kind of like the Envoy's leader. Her name was Quell. Oh, see, I thought they had called her Kel. Okay, thank you. Well, regardless, or, well,
0: maybe they pronounced it Kel
1: his former lover slash slash mentor. head
0: of, well, yeah. And head of the envoy. And which and, we would later
1: find out she yes. was the one that created the stack basically. Exactly. Right. She created oh, no. the technology and she's like, no, and I then made when it was mistake.
0: used as a business ploy to, to basically abuse what humanity is, she led the resistance against that. And so she that had so to cool.
1: destroy her creation. It's yeah. It's very fitting. Yeah. She could talk to him and, you know, Help coach him through and work with him in difficult situations. Really, it was
0: in his mind, but he was kind of. And yeah, yeah. it
1: was. Yeah, I really thought that was well done. Here's something I didn't understand. I'm not saying this is good or bad, but as we later find out, his sister, who visited him in the very first episode, and you're like, oh, you're just a. Yeah, she was. Probably was really her. And then she's showing up in all these different sleeves.
0: No, I think that wasn't really her because I think that was in his mind. He was. Kind of remembering her. Oh, okay. And for she wanted to. Thinking that she, thinking remember that she her. was dead. Yeah. And then. She and then it
1: turns out she was visiting him in other skins, like that uh, yeah, collector for uh, Bancroft, the little girl, mm-hmm. and some other things. But then it's like, wait, you had a little girl killed so you could use her? Like, that Well, was it doesn't mean she
0: had a little girl killed. Eh, I wouldn't put would it be, past her.
1: Are you collecting dead Basically, little girls?
0: Basically, yeah. So his sister, Raylene, or Ray, was, as the season goes on, she is the worst villain that you could possibly imagine out and of though, almost any sort of show like this. And she was his sister and was a good guy. And that was was. A, was. And that he was a almost turned her into a me. bad guy
1: in a weird way because he left her not knowing like you'll leave her with a good home, right? And they're like, oh yeah. And then it turns out they're like they he- just sold her to like be like a prostitute killer for the Japanese mafia. Like it was weird. For yeah. sure. So, yeah. And she but, doesn't, but then,
0: but then when he found her, they ran away together and they were like, okay, we are always going to stick together.
1: But it turns out, in between the times when they had last seen each other, they had some different ideas on how the world should work. And it turns out she's got a, a pretty big hidden agenda that wasn't so hidden after all.
0: Yeah. And she was really weird and twisted in, the, yeah. in like the way she thought her. Her relationship with her brother would go. I think she kind of wanted could to bone him. Force the love out of him. it yeah. was. It was really weird. Yeah, it's like he's all hurt love everyone you. around you to yes. notice me. And which is a weird, twisted way. It's of not thinking. love. But it's, it's sadism. I also think that 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 says something about when you are a human being that has lived for hundreds and hundreds of years in different people's bodies, and you have this immense power. You lose that humanity, and and that's kind of what you kind of can become. Yeah, over time. And it speaks to the
1: point that they witnessed their mother growing up being horribly abused, killed. Yeah,
0: very, by their father.
1: Very grossly, and I think that really shaped them into the people they became. He kind of learned to how to avoid it and not become that person anymore. And, and she, she became it. And she became it. She became the abuser. And you
0: kind of found that out at the very end. When they, he mentioned something about the, it, mom, the mother yeah. and, and she like, goes, I hate my mother. Yeah. I hate She her. like
1: let herself die. She was weak. Yeah, that was oof.
0: And it made you go, oh my God, like she totally took that the wrong way. She took all those experiences that they both, not that they shared all their experiences, but like the, the, that key point, right, about their parents. They shared that, but they took it in different ways and they learned different lessons from it.
1: And we found out through all the hundreds of years, it's dangerous to be someone that Kovach has an eye for because his sister will probably kill you because don't come between them. And that happened. So how did she not die? She had backed up her memory to a stack, then blew up the plane, knowing that uh, Kel yeah, well, so had she made, not yet.
0: She made a deal with the protectorate. Yes. And said, okay. She give, sold them out. She basically sold them out. Give us your location. Uh, That's we'll, why they were we'll shooting each other. We'll bomb the place. You're, you'll are you die. But they, they took some of her DNA, cloned a, a sleeve of her, so that they could just back uh, her up into a her a new body. Everything was
1: revealed well. At first I was super confused and then I was like, okay, they they and then that grand yeah. reveal at the end of how every little thing from this mobster showing up at the hotel to this guy wanting this right. to this it just was so And then so, you find
0: out that so much of it was one big plan by the same person.
1: Yeah. She was a a great bad guy.
0: She really was very and,
1: creepy. And then the the murder almost you know even though that's what kicked this all off and I want you to solve my murder it almost became secondary. But I love how they came Big back time. to it too at the very end. And he basically reveals oh and by the way by the way your wife had uh, what's his name's daughter killed and yeah, how she was, showed back up. Oh, God, there, there was, was a lot
0: of little details and well, I feel like I need to watch it again oh, in order to totally. get it all. But, I don't know if I will for a while.
1: No, you got to let it absorb. And we got Westworld, which is a whole nother who's who and what's real mind Jessica Jones, season two is coming out yeah, soon. Yeah, lot, a lot to get to. But look forward to that. So, season two, going forward to season two, there was a little tease. What if Quell slash Kel, I don't, can't remember. Whatever. What if his lover is really alive? Because remember, she teased that. She used that against him. She's like, wait, don't kill me. Or whatever the bargain was. And I'll tell you, what if I told you she's alive somewhere? Yeah. And she's he been alive kept this whole time. Her, he,
0: she backed up Kel's consciousness and then you and know, kept it somewhere.
1: He would give anything to do that, even more than he would protect his own sister, as we found out. And I'm out sure
0: that's, that's what. Well, there's a whole series of books behind this. So ah, I'm they've so, so excited got to So see many where stories we go. they can go. Yeah. All right. So we B- both like this. Oh, absolutely. Um, One to 100. What do you think?
1: 90. It's a, it's a, yeah, solid I, you day. know what,
0: give, I'll give it the same. Yeah. 90.
1: Yeah. Very cool awesome. show. And wow, if you haven't got into it, what are you guys waiting for? Cause it's kind of, I wouldn't say it's, there's never a slow time as far as TV to watch, but between kind of the stuffs that tickle the geek funny bone, it's, it's a little well, it slow came at a perfect right time. Yes, it, it really did. It come at a perfect time. It benefited massively for it. Yeah. And you know, Netflix did a great job at promoting the show too. Because I remember even seeing the trailer before it came out, before they bombarded my Netflix feed,
0: like, oh, are you going to like this? Right. I was like, I was very interested,
1: and I'm so glad I saw it through.
0: Oh, absolutely. I think this is one of those seasons that even if you watch the first couple of episodes and you don't really get it, you're not supposed to. Exactly. You have to stick through for at least half the season, and then you're hooked, and you really are glad you stuck through the whole thing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. All right. Lots of great violence and nudity, too. Two of my favorite things. Mm, Me, too. Yeah. Some at the same time, which is awesome. (laughs) Very much so. And you know what else is awesome? The quote in geek history that we're going to get to, but not before. (laughs) Well, you like
0: that? Oh, yeah. You're a little.
1: But not before. We do this week's.
0: Yeah, it was. You're like, look over here. No, I'm going this way.
1: Shadow of the synopsis is what I'm trying to say. We've got it here. And as you might be able to hear, because this mic's kind of sensitive, I wrote this week's down on paper. It was that special to me. If you're playing at home, good luck to you. This one's not going to be easy. That's why this one's maybe a little, got a little more explanation than usual. Okay. This is from a movie, TV show, or game, or comic book on the occasion, too. And Brandon's got to, well, figure that out for himself and for you. Playing along at home, you ready? Okay. Here it is, Brandon. Okay. The President of the United States has been assassinated. A man with no memory... Wakes on a beach in Brooklyn, badly injured. All he knows is that he has a tattoo on his right shoulder and a locker key in his pocket. Shortly after he wakes up and fully comes to his senses, he's attacked by unknown assailants led by a hitman who identifies himself as the Mongoose. He survives the attack, but later is arrested by the FBI as a chief suspect in the president's murder. The FBI has photographic evidence that he resembles the murderer. The suspect, who is later revealed to be named Jason, the same guy who woke up on the beach, is broken out of custody by a female soldier and introduced by her superior named Carrington, who's an old war veteran himself. Carrington claims to have valuable knowledge about the president's death and the real conspiracy behind it. So it's up to Jason, the suspected murderer who woke up on the beach, to discover the true source of his own identity, the real identity of the assassin, and to make sure that they're not one and the same. Can you name whatever I, it is I just described? I feel like this is... It could be any three. Sometimes it's really obvious when it's a video game, or it's really obvious when it's a movie, or even a TV show.
0: Yeah, and I feel like the story itself is one that I've seen before, but probably a couple of different times and different iterations. That's and why I picked this one. I think because of that reason, it—I nothing is hitting the bullseye for me. I can't think of what this is. Like, things are coming up in my mind, but I'm like, no, it's not that. What about this? No, it's not that. So I'm gonna have to give well, up.
1: That's fine. What if I sweetened the deal a little bit and said, David Duchovny, would that change anything for you?
0: No, unfortunately not. Would you be surprised if
1: I told you it's actually a game? What is it? Do you remember the game, But I'd say, PlayStation 2 era, like, early 2000s, called Thirteen. Yeah. Did you ever play that? Yeah. Great game. Really surprisingly good game. Isn't that that, cartoony? It was comic style, yes.
0: Yeah, comic style, yeah. And
1: it turns out 13 is one of the 20, and there's a whole uh, uh, attempt to murder the president, and it turns out his brother actually orchestrated the murder, and your character is actually... Been facially reconstructed to look like one of the other murderers. It's it's a great game. So and where
0: did does David Duchovny come in? Is he he voiced the main uh, guy, the,
1: the main guy who wakes up on the beach, whose name is Jason Fly. And it's it's a stereotypical story in ways like I woke up out of a coma, I'm badly injured, and then as soon as I wake up, some people are trying to attack me or kill me or take me away, but I instinctively know how to fight. Right, and that's why I purposely said his name's Jason. I thought maybe I could bait you I trying to I think Jason, Bourne, Jason Bourne even though he was never framed for trying to kill the president. He was well, trying and to it's th-
0: funny because I gave you a shadow of the synopsis one time for a, a game called 1 that which, was on PlayStation 1 and it started the same way except he wakes up in a building and people are trying to kill people him. People are trying to kill him and shooting at him through through with a helicopter and coming after him on rooftops and but he has this gun turret and knows how to <laughs> use it. It's so stupid.
1: Yeah. Kind of rules, though. All right. Well, That's what makes this fun. Shoot. I shoot on it. a stick. You'll, you'll get it next time
0: when... uh When you give me an easier one. Yeah, it wasn't the easiest of ones. Yeah. I will fully admit that. Okay. I am going to give this week's awesome quote in Geek History. We like to end every episode with this. Yeah, but could you do it with a little more flair? Yeah, give me a second. Okay. All right. It's time to end oh with gosh. the awesome quote in Geek History. Whoa. I know. This one is... <laughs> super duper exciting for me why because we were just talking about kung fury we were and how cheesy but awesome it is Mm -hmm. and i was like you know what i want to pick out a quote from kung fury and it's really hard to pick one quote because this movie is specifically and purposely full of these little snippets of just ridiculousness but here's one that i just kind of thought sums up the idea of the movie
2: what years is?
0: It's the Viking Age.
2: That explains the laser raptor. Fuck!
0: It went too far back in time.
1: There it is. Watch out for that laser raptor. I'm curious to see if
0: that one makes a
1: an appearance in this <laughs> eventual <laughs> well, who redo.
0: Who knows? I, we don't know if Kung Fury is going to be a redo or if it's going to be like a sequel. We don't know.
1: Or it will just exist in the same universe. So that way they call it what the. Uh, what do they call that when it's like, yeah, we shared the same title, but it has nothing to do with the previous movie, like the Cloverfields kind of, right? Uh, a um, a soul,
0: a cinematic universe type, like a Kung Fury uh, cinematic but there's, universe.
1: Yes, yes, but there's a specific Soul successor. Yes, which I hate that. That almost sounds like yeah, we're just being lazy. And hopefully no, not
0: not if you're calling it Kung Fury. A Soul successor is like when two things are not necessarily related, but somebody really liked the other thing and created something and so new it based on it. Inspired me to make this. Yeah, movie. it's an inspiration. So you're
1: an inspiration to me.
0: All right, so time to wrap it up. Partying is such sweet sorrow. Brandon. Yeah,
1: I'm here. Let's tell these folks how they can get a hold of us. Not only am I going to tell you how you can get a hold of us, I'm going to tell you that you totally should. There's no excuse. So, Twitter, you got it? Yeah, we do too.
0: At RandomFandomWBB. What's our email address, Brandon? RandomFandomCast at gmail.com. And then please, 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 whatever you're listening to us on, whether it's... uh, Uh, SoundCloud or whether it's iTunes whatever it is please rate us give us a good score it really helps us be found so that we can reach a higher audience please we'll talk to you again soon thanks for being a fan of our fandom stay geeky
2: I had sex with so many women I love my hairy body it was wild if you were born from 70 to 87 i'm here to tell you that you might be my child